0: Why work from home when your office could be Yellowstone? 2020 has been the year to rediscover the outdoors. MinAmerica RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheelers, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in a Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Guys, hello.
1: Nailed it. She did it. She did it. Paige's first ad read in (laughs) the book. I'm proud. I'm proud of you.
0: Thank you (laughs) very much, guys.
1: Yeah, I guess you get paid this week. So congratulations. (laughs) Good job. Um, Also, speaking of sponsors, uh, we got to hang out with the the Mid-America RV crew on Sunday night for Chiefs Broncos. It was a very good but cold time. Uh, And also, we're giving away that Boulevard speaker this week. So if you haven't seen it on our Twitter, it's this badass retro Bluetooth speaker. Uh, We asked you to tweet at us if Boulevard unfiltered wheat were an NFL player, what position would it play and hashtag it with draft beer scout. You guys did that. So we will be announcing that winner very, very soon. We don't actually pick the winner. The cool people at Boulevard do. They want to be really like partners in this. It's not just like, hey, guys, here's some stuff. Have fun. So they're actually getting involved. They're going to pick the winners, which means that hopefully it will be me because I want that speaker. It's just a really cool speaker. I have one, not as cool as the one that we're giving away, but it's such a game changer to have because it's decorative too. Oh, it's nice. Decorative. Oh, yeah. Well, it's humble nice. brag from hello. I already mm-hmm. have one. I already have one. So it's fine.
0: <laughs> I'm cool. He's fine. How was your guys' weekend besides the game? What else did you do? What trouble did you get into?
1: So we didn't get into any trouble because, uh, you know, COVID has kind of, uh, ramped back up here and we're being pretty safe about things. So we went to one of our favorite barbecue places in Kansas city, Q 39, uh, Q39, uh socially distanced at a table, just our little group that all stays together all the time. And then we woke up the next morning, i uh, got some sandwiches and and started our seven hour pregame tailgate. <sighs> now I just want barbecue again. Seven hours. It would have not, not been, a sponsor, but <laughs> it would have been really good to have that barbecue the next day. I'll tell you yesterday we had to wake up and drive home, which is about two and a half hours from Kansas City to Joplin. And it was the quietest car ride I've ever taken because <laughs> everyone was so like tired and hung over and not talking. So it was actually very peaceful. It was nice. That's how I travel most times. Like if I'm awake in the car, I'm doing that for the other people in the car. If I'm in a car, I want to be asleep. That's how my body works. So oh, I, can't. I think I made it about 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. He, he slept hour. the way up and the way back. So um, not only do we miss you page, it would have been nice to have someone to talk to for that whole amount of time. I can't wait for the road trip to mobile, which is 12 hours for us. That And Mello is going to sleep legitimately eight of those hours.
0: I can't sleep. And I, and the people with me, like, if I'm not sleeping, you're not sleeping. Like we're having a conversation. The only time that I've ever fallen asleep really on a road trip for like a long time was after a bachelorette trip in Tahoe. And that drives only like three hours. And so that was the only time that I've ever been like exhausted enough to fall asleep. But normally I'm awake and we're playing games and we're talking. That's just how it goes.
1: Ooh, like like highway games or road like trip do you games? play road sign ABCs and all that shit? Yeah. Oh <laughs> man, our mom made us do that growing up, and I know it was like to make the time pass. So and, sad that we'll have to meet you in Mobile and not be able to. Drive. Oh, I know. <laughs> <This> sucks. Twelve <laughs> hours of roadside ABCs for people who didn't grow up in the Midwest or apparently with Paige's mom. When you're driving down the highway, pre-cell phones, okay, you had to entertain yourself. You would have to find the letters a through z in order and it becomes complicated q is tough you got to time things around here though there's always like a barbecue sign so you're set or a quick trip but it is it is tough yeah there was one point this weekend when we were driving up and somebody was like oh is mellow asleep and matt goes i don't know if he's asleep but at a minimum he doesn't want to be fucked with (laughs) clearly since i heard that i was not asleep that is an exact (laughs) quote It was like is mellow asleep look over i either is or don't mess with him Up to is,
0: he's like the fake sleeper so he gets out of things yeah. yes <laughs> like yes. who's tra- oh it's not trying to drive there. well oh he's asleep i we can't wake him yeah. let's just keep going
1: right he's usually pretty good about taking a driving shift if we go mm-hmm. anywhere over about six hours is when i'm like okay somebody else is. you gotta tap in for a second and i don't trust big country to drive um i'm a like at a all. great middle reliever once i get yeah. in the seat i'm good luck getting me out. Like I'll take a four hour shift or whatever. Yeah.
0: Hey, Other That's than that, that, that's
1: no. nice. I love that you asked us how our weekend was to set up the fact that you went viral this weekend. Last time yes. I saw your tweet, had like twenty-seven thousand likes, which is amazing. No. where have you capped out at?
0: It's like I think it's only like fifty thousand, but that's it. It was a Oh, lot. it was just fifty thousand. You can't but,
1: put all the numbers up there, but yeah, um,
0: it's no big deal. I don't check it every day or anything like that. <laughs> um I have. Cash is it your that?
1: pinned tweet yet?
0: Yeah oh, yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, it, was yeah, my, yeah. it was my it was my pin tweet after it reached ten thousand. I was like, oh, okay. Um, what's funny so, about it is that I, okay, so if you haven't seen it, it's a picture of Trevor Lawrence and a bunch of other uh, Clemson players dressed very nicely, coming off the plane to to play their game. And there was this viral picture of a bunch of bloggers who, by the way, I follow half of them on Instagram. Uh, I thought you
1: were in the photo till right now. Swear to God, I did too. Did you really? I I thought it was like you and your friend group. I did too. (laughs) No. (laughs) Tell how closely I looked. Yeah. I thought it was you.
0: it, It was a picture. And I just said like same energy because people were making fun of this group of girls last year. And like, it was like, this is the, like, everybody's been asking me about my skincare routine. Like, group or whatever and so there was a bunch of memes last year about it last fall that's why they're not wearing masks because everyone was tweeting that too um i didn't even
1: notice that but i
0: tweeted it before i was like facetiming somebody and um i like logged off of the facetime and i was like whoa this is like actually getting a lot of likes and um yeah some people thought i was making fun of um that all of them and what's so funny about it is like I also recognize that I look like all of those girls in those photos. Like, I don't, I don't care. I
1: thought you were in the photo. So <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm equally Here's as basic and white I mean
1: blonde this. girls <laughs> with hats on Yep, pages in there somewhere yeah,
0: bound to be, Hey, I have one of those hats. Don't make fun, but it's okay. exactly. And so, and actually one of the players saw it and DM to me and said, he thought it was funny. So like at this point, like we're it's is fine. It I wasn't making fun either? of the no, no. <laughs>
1: Darn it. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. <laughs>
0: oh, no, you guys. And it was just because I like, I, I was like, oh God, I don't want them to be like pissed that this is like, they think I'm making fun of them because they all look very nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I, I did go viral and it definitely went to my head and now I'm pretty much cooler than that. And basically that's how I it feel. It's Like I'm the, you opened
1: I'm, the show today. You went yeah. viral.
0: Exactly. I'm carrying this podcast.
1: To get that many likes on a tweet. Like at some point it's annoying, right? I've had a couple tweets get like some attention. I've never had 50,000 likes on the tweet.
0: It's just like weird that the responses like the responses are annoying. Like I think someone was like, um, you know, why all they all of them look nice or whatever. So why would you say something or like, wow, that guy's wearing $2,000 worth of accessories and you're saying they don't pay Clemson players. I'm like, Jesus, that's not what this was about. This was a joke. (laughs) Like that's the thing is everyone makes it so serious. Um, There was like a fight in the, in my mentions about like college players being paid. So that's, that was kind of brutal, but um, yeah, it's still cute. Like I get notifications, but the annoying part is that it like pushes down notifications of my like recent tweets, so I don't know like right. what's happening. But right. I I wouldn't say it's annoying, you know? Or you don't see anything
1: else that's going on.
0: Yes, yes.
1: I know the last time I had something really blow up, and I was actually with Mellow, and it was like it made it to where I couldn't use Twitter. I had to just like close it on my phone forever and be like, I'm gonna come back in a couple hours and look at yeah. this because. I don't know. I mean, it's been a while. Maybe the app is better now, but back then it was like, okay, this is pointless. Not even gonna try
0: yeah no it 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 is weird but i mean like you said it comes with and it comes with the price of of fame you guys it was no big We're deal We're proud
1: of you did you put your soundcloud link and because that's the move right your so second tweet has got to be here's a link to my podcast Two guys a girl
0: guys i tried i put some stuff in there don't worry and i got <laughs> lots you. of new followers that i and i would see that like people would follow that and then follow the two guys a girl so i did something right there we okay go. Yeah. like i said i'm carrying the podcast you really are
1: Man, Melo and I just spent the weekend getting drunk, and here you are. A girl is in a podcast. <laughs> right? Yeah, the girl, two guys in a podcast <laughs> is more like it. Good Thank Lord. You. So there was some actual football this weekend. Saturday night, BYU Coastal Carolina. Uh, the Mullets versus the Mormons. Yeah. I loved this game. It was chippy as fuck. Uh, Coastal Carolina. Yeah. Melo even said it Saturday night. This feels like a conference rivalry game. This felt like Michigan, Ohio State, but it wasn't. It was Coastal Carolina. Because they actually played. They actually played. Uh, And man, I loved the energy. I thought it was hilarious when they were getting after Zach Wilson after an interception. I love that stuff. Like pin his ass to the ground. He's a football player. You can take it. If you're going to wear a headband, you should get put down like that. Anyway, uh, I really enjoyed this game. And for Coastal to get another signature win this year, Uh, they are a legit team. And it's just cool to see that type of story. And the crazy thing is that no one was given like Coastal Carolina love. Nobody's really given Cincinnati love. Everybody's like, where's BYU? Yeah. Why is it BYU up there? Exactly. So honestly, like, I'm very happy that Coastal Carolina upset them, I guess is what we're saying. And I did see a lot of people also pissed off about the Zach Wilson stuff. Uh, I've played a little bit of quarterback in my day. And as soon as you throw an interception, did a lot of those you're a defender you better get your head on the swivel. because <laughs> yeah. Defenders are looking for you. They really are. And I know that Zach Wilson, I, I guess hasn't thrown that many interceptions, but as soon as you do linebackers and defensive linemen, they're trying to find you. And the first guy that was like blocking him, he was just blocking. Like that was a good clean block yeah. on the quarterback. The second guy taking him to the ground was like maybe a little bit excessive. Get off the block, man. Yeah. Sorry. yeah, right. No, what you want me to tell you. Yeah, rip yeah. those hands out of there.
0: No, I think it was great. I loved every minute of it. I loved the hype to it. the The Molds versus Mormons. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, a little ode to the the Convents versus Catholics or Catholics versus Comics. Sorry. Um. But the other thing too is that nobody, even in their conference, like their conference media, picked them last in their division. Like they did not expect Coastal to be oh, good wow. either. So it's just so funny. Like Mela was saying, like when we're talking top twenty five, like people in playoff, like. People were all like, "Why is BYU so low? Why is BYU so low?" And they played very similar types of of people, so that's why I was like, "I don't understand yep. why the 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 love is so much there." Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was fantastic. I think we should have that game every year. Um, I also think yeah, that like we owe
1: home and home for twenty thirty
0: <laughs> exactly. And I and exactly like and now we know you can schedule games really quickly. We don't need to schedule them 30 years in advance. That was the big takeaway also from this is that they scheduled it in like two days. So now we need to be able to schedule games really quickly. For you guys
1: um, watching this, I was I was sitting there watching the game and looked at our guy Big Country was said, you know, I know they're different size and one is much faster than the other. Zach Wilson plays like Kyler Murray to me, and I don't think he has to run as much as Kyler does to be successful in the NFL. But the way the ball comes out of his hand, the throwing motion, the ability to throw off his back foot, and again, Kyler's much faster. But that ability to pull the ball down and, and make a play with it, like that, is my work king comp for zach wilson body type again kyler's a little shorter but even the way their bodies are structured i see a lot of of that with zach wilson because yeah, it's not patrick mahomes no like, i'm sorry it's just not like i no. know that he makes like a cross body throws and stuff like that but it's just it's not on the same level it's not aaron Rodgers i like the kyler murray comp a lot better he is bigger i mean they list him at 6'3", 210, whereas kyler murray i think is five 10 what they're listing him at but very similar play from the two
0: quarterbacks which would be an advantage because the knock on Kyler was that he wasn't going to be tall enough to do anything but people were really comparing him to to Pat Mahomes
1: oh yeah him the Mormon Mahomes Oh, my God. That's Right. Paige She's... hasn't fully immersed herself in draft Twitter yet. Please don't. Um, yeah, that was the thing. The Mormons That's just a,
0: that's like so like recency bias and lazy, like in my opinion, like you all you're thinking about are like the current guys that like people love to watch play and are really, really good. Instead of thinking about like how they could have started and like Pat being as good as he is, as quick as he is, is not. Like, that's something that's super crazy. I don't think that a guy like that's going to be good that fast. Like, it's just not going to happen. Sorry. And if he is, yeah, right. clip this out and send it to old takes exposed.
1: Yeah, right. We all need to get on there a little bit more. Uh, you guys mentioned it, uh, Ohio State Michigan, not happening. Michigan has canceled this game. The first time since World War One. excuse me, that this game will not happen. I made a joke about maybe who Michigan's new head coach should be. I was told not to say it. I'm just going to let you guys fill in the gap there of what you think I was going to say, who Michigan's who a coach should be. But you can't lose if you don't play. And so Jim Harbaugh escapes another beat down by Ohio State because this was going to be ugly. This was going to be like 75-3. I think the spread last time I checked was 30. Jesus yeah, I mean, Christ. You look at the spread in this game. I'm not kidding. Uh, uh, like Florida and Vandy, the spread was about 40 30. That's what the odds makers are thinking. that like That's the gap between Ohio State and Michigan right now. Uh, So I think Michigan fans, uh, I don't know if you're happy, but you're not upset that you're not playing Ohio State this weekend. I do want to see what happens with Ohio State. Uh, They're disqualified as of right now when we're recording for the Big Ten championship. I don't know if the Big Ten will come in and say, no, it's fine because Ohio State had some games canceled. Not one of those games was Ohio State's fault. It was always the opponent who had to cancel. So not really a fair uh, call on that one, but I want to see what they do. I I think in a dream scenario for all three of us would be like, Go play AM and see what happens. Get that's you another game want. on the schedule. Yeah. Uh, play Cincinnati, who's right there in Ohio, too. They're well, not playing this weekend.
0: And uh, Texas AM also had their game canceled this week because the uh, opponent had um, COVID right. or but And that's the thing, too, is like now them not being in the the Big Ten title game doesn't really matter because Texas AM is not going to be in it anyway. So realistically, that was the only yeah. team that they really had to worry about unless Florida pulls right. off some miracle and can beat Alabama, which I just don't see happening.
1: <sighs>
0: okay, guys. <sighs> okay.
1: I don't think it'll happen. No, either, I don't think
0: uh, it'll happen. But it I, but that's the thing is like that, to be honest, like Ole Miss kind of saved Ohio State because now Ohio State doesn't have to play anyone and can just be in regardless. Um, yeah. And I think that's kind of a huge advantage to them to rest their players and get everybody like healthy right. and everyone in a good, in a good spot because Texas A&M was really the only other team that could have made that happen. I mean, there's plenty of scenarios and thing upsets that could make it worse, but I think that that definitely is a is a positive for Ohio State. For Ohio
1: State, you still want to kick the shit out of your rival. And I think yeah. you also want like another test if you're urban Meyer, because I know they've only played who's been in front of them, right? And, and Ryan you the, mean, yeah, Ryan, yeah. Ryan, I just got Ryan Day, whoever their head coach is these days. I was thinking of Larry Johnson and just skipped one. Um, I'm a Texas fan. All I think about right now is Urban Meyer. That's all I think about from the time I fall asleep. Well, he doesn't think the about you. So the next day, no, he does not. Maybe about me as an individual, not not my school, though. But so, anyway, anyway, I think you would like a little bit of a tune up before you get into the college football playoffs. This could be a long gap for them if they yeah. don't play in the big 10 championship which maybe you like right now but how many do they play 5 games is that it four that's, four or five think games five. yeah like i think you yeah, was because so they, they played needed michigan to be six right so, so they're at five Oh, man i think you would like bama's going to play 11 games mm-hmm. you I would like say, to have more yeah. i think just your guys are more of a rhythm than that
0: i would say being able to play in the big 10 championship would be one thing but i would say being able to play like a higher ranked opponent or someone that you choose um, yeah. would be a better option for them. So if they're going to change a rule to accommodate Ohio state, it should be that they can schedule a non-conference game um, instead yep. of the the championship one. But the other thing is, is this is sort of, I don't, I wonder how Michigan fans feel about this. Cause yes, of course you don't want to get the shit kicked out of you by Ohio state. But the other thing is there's so much speculation going on with what's happening with Harbaugh because currently like the news is that they offered him a extension but at a lower salary and or they're going to just in a lower bio yeah so I don't really know what that situation is there and I think obviously they have COVID problems going on right now so they're trying to focus on that but I'm curious to see like when that decision comes down if it's this weekend or whatever and that would kind of be like a huge thing to to shit all over you know and be like you're fired and you're fired so um yeah I'm kind of curious to see how that that turns out as well but I think for the Michigan players too like to be honest like worrying about what's happening with your coach is kind of like distracting as well so I'm I'm sort of glad they have this like little bit of a break
1: yeah, uh, we, we briefly mentioned there, Florida and Alabama, they will play in the SEC Championship game December 19th, I believe is yep. that day. Uh, we will get to see Kyle Trask against the Alabama trio. Like your four Heisman finalists should be in this game, basically. Kyle Trask, Mac Jones, Najee Harris, and Devonta Smith. I know we don't get the actual Heisman ceremony this year and it's going to be later, which is great. I yes. would love for them to keep it in January. That's a fantastic fucking idea. I know. Give the award away after the season ends. I don't know. It's fucking science, apparently. Uh, so I love that we're going to get to see these guys on one field. Everyone knows I'm the biggest Kyle Trask fan outside of Gainesville. It's his award to lose, in my opinion. 38 touchdowns, three picks. 3,200 yards in, what, nine games? This is Kyle Trask Award. I think we see Alabama cannibalize themselves like they yeah. do every year where votes are going to be split between Mac, Najee, and Devonta. I don't know if you guys think anyone else deserves to be there. Uh, I'm open to arguments, but to me, this is Kyle Trask Award. That would be my four as well. And I, I agree with you on what you said about Alabama. Like I love all three of those players, and I think in a unique year, they're all three good Heisman contenders Yeah, Kyle Trask has just kind of put himself out there. He's kind of leading this thing, but Najee definitely deserves it. He's been one of my front runners all year. What Devonta Smith is doing this year is absolutely ridiculous. Congratulations on winning the Belitnikov. I just I don't know (laughs) that we will ever see a receiver win it, not for a very long time. You're going to have to have like return touchdowns and huge numbers at receiver while your quarterback is also throwing a shitload of interceptions. And Mac Jones isn't doing that, which is why he should also be part of this Heisman. some here but I'm, I would say Trask too even yeah. if he loses if he plays well do you put your you guy Brees Hall in the conversation or is Iowa no. State not good enough Iowa State's not good enough okay that's too bad
0: yeah so. I I think that it'll be interesting to see how Trask plays against Alabama because like you said I think it is that like it's his to lose like if even if they do lose and he does play well I still think it kind of gives Alabama, especially because I do think people realize that they have so many weapons, but like it is the best player in the country who makes his team better and I think like Devonta Smith, like I love Najee and I want him to win that award, but I know the flashiness of what Devonta Smith is doing is just way more attractive to so many people. Um, And I also, but I also think the big thing to think about too is that's all because of Mac Jones. Like they, he wouldn't, they wouldn't be those players if it weren't for Mac. So part of me wants Mac Jones to win it um, which I didn't think would happen like I pivoted very hard on that front Um, but part of me thinks that Mac deserves it more than anyone just because he's the facilitator in that in that group and and that team's gonna win a national championship so
1: I think way too much about the alumni or the alumnus vote like so if you've won a Heisman you have a Heisman vote which whatever it is a thing I almost feel like this penalizes Alabama because like You know, Joe Burrow is not voting for Mac Jones. He's voting for Kyle Trask. There's no way he can vote for an Alabama guy. You have all these schools that hate Alabama, like Clemson winners, Oklahoma winners, Notre Dame winners. They're not voting for an Alabama player. There's no way in hell they would allow themselves to do that. I think that actually, I know it's a small amount of votes, but that could be like 20 first place votes that go to Kyle Trask just out of sheer pettiness because people hate Alabama. I just feel like, sorry, Henry, you're going to get the uh, Mark Ingram vote going to. There you go.
0: Yeah. And to Harris. I would also just like to say that Joe Burrow is a very, very nice guy and is very reasonable and level-headed. So I think he would vote for Mac Jones. So
1: Uh, Kyle Trask is kind of topping (laughs) his numbers from last year. So (laughs) we might have to, I wish we could see a 15 game season from Kyle Trask, like we saw from Joe Burrow or how many ever games they played last year. It was a lot Mm -hmm. because just, just from a numbers perspective of, could he, could he catch where Joe was? Because I, I know we've both said that was the best season I've ever seen from a college quarterback before. And, and but now like Kyle Trask is doing the same thing. So maybe, right. he's on a similar pace. Yes. Yeah. 30, 30, and three. Pretty damn good. Those are good numbers. Pretty good numbers. We check them uh, you know, what is also a good number one. That's how many losses the Pittsburgh Steelers now have. Thank you, Alex Smith from everyone in the greater Kansas city area, because now the chiefs have a path at least to the number one seed in the AFC playoffs, which only one team gets a bye this year. We got to remember the playoff changes. But the Steelers finally lose. Um, it's notable because they made it to week, what, 13 w- without getting a loss? But this they always feel like a paper champion to me. And I love the defense, but many Bud Dupree gets hurt, Devin Bush gets hurt. Like they're dropping like flies there. Uh last night their middle linebacker, Spillaney gets hurt. And on offense with James Conner out, they can't run the ball. So yeah, I feel like all. the Steelers this year are last year's Ravens, where we're just fascinated with them in the regular season, and then they run into a tough team in the playoffs, and they get bounced and that's pretty one, early. That's one thing that we've been talking about a lot on our radio show that we do is that, like, yeah, the Steelers are undefeated, but it doesn't feel like they're this better-than-everyone team that's undefeated. So for them to catch a loss on Monday Night Football, I, it almost is probably a good thing. Uh, maybe brings them back down level-headed and and gives them something else to play for for these next couple games, because I, I do feel like they were getting a little stagnant. Uh, yeah. They were playing very close to some bad football teams, and then the Washington football team, that's not a team that should beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, probably ever. That defense so the is fact so good, that though. they did maybe refocuses the Steelers, because I do like that team, maybe refocuses them going into the playoffs where they can do more damage now.
0: Yeah, I love a good upset, don't get me wrong, but um, I actually really enjoyed the Steelers being undefeated just because of the personalities they have on that team and what it created in terms of like NFL social media and all of that stuff. That was kind of more exciting for me to see than I think even just the Ravens having the Ravens last year. Like I think they were so entertaining and I am not a Steelers fan, but I can tell you way more about the Steelers than I would have normally because I was paying so close attention to what they were doing on social media as well. So I enjoyed them being undefeated, but it is what it is. Like you said, it's probably a good thing for them to get their loss out of the way.
1: Yeah, can't wait for Jimmy Garoppolo to be their quarterback next year. Can't wait. Hey, You were Nick waiting Mullins for that day. You were waiting. Night. I
0: saw it on your face. You had something to say because Matt <laughs> always has the last word, and he's like, I have something to say, and it's going to annoy Paige. Uh,
1: Nick Mullins looked pretty good on Monday night. Oh, my just God. Just say.
0: Shut up.
1: He looked really bad at times, too. He did. He sure did. <laughs> so does Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo never looks bad. Okay, let's be he just fair. plays bad. He just plays bad. Okay. I don't I don't a page jump. Come on, he he <laughs> never looks bad. Excuse me. You see that chin. OK, mm-hmm. I'm going to get a fucking chin implant like Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, last bit of uh, rundown. We got to get through here. What happens in Vegas apparently doesn't stay in Vegas. If you're the quarterback for UNLV, Max Gillum eating sushi off a naked model. Uh, this is why social media is dangerous. What I don't understand is why does the guy have to apologize for it? Oh, he sh- no. no he shouldn't have to Wrong. apologize.
0: So, okay, let's just take a moment. He was on a reality TV show that's on right. Bravo, a channel I know you guys don't watch, but it's very, very good.
1: But I hope one of us is familiar with it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> funny. Um, he was on a show called Below Deck, and they chartered a like yacht. Him and his like friends and girlfriends, um, all went out, which is also just really sketch, anyway. But, um but they requested that they had sushi ate like their sushi presented on a naked model. And this model was like totally fine with it. The issue was that the like person that made the sushi, the chef was like a world renowned chef. And he, they were like really offended by the fact that like they were eating it off the model. And they thought that was like the, it was lost on them the the greatness of their cooking or whatever. And so that was on the show. So, So I think, so I think they were like offended by that. And it was the head coach that said, like i just don't think it was a good image for us and so it wasn't even just social media and he got caught like eating off of somebody like this was a show he knew he was going to be on um so that's the part that's interesting and also i'm just going to throw it out there like i don't want to eat sushi off of a naked stranger like no thank you i wouldn't either but but that's your (laughs) choice
1: But it's also like it's a common thing. It's not like he had the idea. Like, hey, yeah, let's put this. No, it's true on the table and put, put a California sushi. roll on there and have some fun. I've seen it. I don't eat sushi, but I've seen this. I happen before, sushi. Like, so it's, it's fine. I don't eat sushi. I don't need huh. anything that lives in the water. Two things. Number one, if he were a player who hit his girlfriend, his apology would have been less than this. Let's just be honest, because we get to pick and choose <laughs> all the time. Oh, Florida State quarterback knocks out a girl at a bar. Nbd. This guy some sushi off a naked chick. Let's freak the fuck out off about it. Two consenting adults. Exactly. That's yeah. my other thing. I'm if not, she said okay and he said okay, my least favorite people in the world are chefs. By the way, like oh my foods has to be eaten that way. I paid you twenty dollars for the sushi. Shut your fucking mouth. I'm gonna eat it however I want. Definitely. I'm gonna pick it up with my fingers. I'm gonna use a fork. Uh, however I want to. Because guess what? It's now mine. You made it and gave it to me. It's mine. I'm gonna do what I want. I hate those people of my food's not supposed to beaten that way. Put it on a fucking plate then. Like, <laughs> that's,
0: like on. that's like that's like if somebody that but that's like if someone takes like something you said and like takes it out of context and uses it. It's technically theirs cuz you put it out there, oh, but you boy, wouldn't want like,
1: them to Words are different though. Like they're cool. Mm, okay. Food so, is but <laughs> I'm
0: just playing devil's advocate, <laughs> but I'm I'm not saying that he should have had to apologize or anything like that. I'm just saying it was his coach that felt, uncomfortable with the situation and said like you reflect us and didn't want that out there which i also think is so ironic because it's like it's unlv if this was like byu and they had an honor code like i'd get it but like i don't think they do that (laughs) There,
1: school is going to do it and not apologize it should be UNLV. but they're okay with him being on a reality show chartering a, a yacht
0: all these things are okay, they Probably Just didn't put the sushi know. on a napkin first. My guess would be they didn't have like an idea that that's what he was doing in his off season so that is what it is i, I didn't right. think he needed to apologize, and I feel bad Same. that he he got some some flack for that, well, but is he a senior? I think I so,
1: know. okay, as soon as he's on. Uh, done with college football I'm Venmoing this kid a hundred dollars to get some sushi and eat it however he wants I can tell you I don't think he needs it if he can charter a
0: yacht well I just want to, off of
1: a, maybe he can Venmo me a hundred dollars maybe
0: he will invite us next time <laughs>
1: yeah and there we go okay <laughs> things I'm okay with I will eat sushi then <laughs> college football <laughs> is almost over though guys uh the regular season at least almost over uh so we wanted to talk about some of the things that we will remember most from this college football season mellow how about you lead us off since I'm still a heated about the sushi. The thing that I will remember most is probably the Nick Saban versus COVID slash Alabama, just in general thing. Uh, I don't know about you guys, probably not Paige, but after last year, it kind of felt like some of these other schools were catching up to Alabama and like the Clemsons of the world. Notre Dame is playing very well. Ohio State's been a favorite. And then this year, I think Alabama kind of just reminded everybody who daddy is. And it's Nick Saban Mm -hmm. of the college football world. Uh, This guy beat COVID once with some false positives. He's done it now a second time with actual positive tests. And and he's just reloading. He lost his quarterback. He's like, oh, my God, Nick Saban finally has a quarterback. And now he leaves for the NFL. Psych, he still has a quarterback named (laughs) Mac Jones. He's going to have like four top 20 receivers drafted in the last two years. They're just still dominating the college football world, even though it looked like a couple teams might be catching them
0: yeah no, i I agree I think uh, I think Alabama did remind everybody who's daddy, but i I'm curious, Melo, I saw you tweeted that you think that Mac Jones had a better car- Alabama career than Tua.
1: No I was just more curious as to see like what Alabama fans think of it. I think it's very comparable when you look at what Mac Jones is doing this year versus what TuA did last year, TuA's numbers were a lot better. TuA had four. Like I said, top 20 receivers. Uh, Mac Jones is doing it with just one because now Jalen Waddle's out. Meachie might be next year. Right. Yeah. Just one. A, it's not like he has bad receivers, but they're just <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> um, does Mac Jones have to win a Natty, though, to be in that conversation? Yes. Um, I mean, I, last year, too. Jalen came. Hurts helped to get his. Right. So. Oh, damn, that is a good conversation. Yeah. And, and when you do it right, <laughs> I like Tua a lot. And I like Mac Jones, too. But I mean, he had so much help with that offensive line. Yeah. Uh, obviously, all the receivers uh, and people don't talk about the running backs that Alabama had last year. It wasn't just Najee. He had a lot of defensive help. And Mac Jones is going out there. And I even said it at the beginning of the year, like, just go out there and manage the offense. And He's not. He's chucking the ball deep to these guys. They're very good throws. He's playing, I think, just as well as Tua but not getting the love from Alabama fans that Tua did.
0: Well, I think way. Tua
1: was billed as like, this is the greatest quarterback Nick Saban's ever had. Yeah. And Mac Jones was like, oh, well, here's this guy who's going to hold the clipboard. Mm-hmm. And then Bryce Young's going to take over. And he hasn't. Right. So I do think he deserves a lot more credit. Yeah. yeah. But I do. I, I really like both quarterbacks. So I think they're both very good.
0: That's a big one. Matt, what was your, what's your first moment?
1: Oh, well, it's the Kyles because, you know, basic oh, boys like me uh, love our Kyles uh, Trask and Pitts. I mean, from really from college football week one, they, they these two were just going off together. And it's become my favorite bromance in college football because we never got to see Sam Mallinger and Bijan uh, Robinson really become the duo that they could have been. Thanks. Fuck you, Tom Herman. Uh, I, seriously, I started watching Florida games more than Texas games this year because I love this offense. Dan Mullen's done a great job uh, of getting these two in a rhythm that's just unstoppable. And I think. When you're a quarterback and you can trust your 6'6 hybrid tight end wide receiver to go make plays, it does make your job a little easier. But on the same hand, Kyle Pitts knows that Trask is always going to put the ball in a place where he can make a play. So as a football fan, I've loved it. As a draft evaluator, I've loved it. And I'm going to be sad when we don't get to see these two play together anymore. Like, Hopefully some NFL team has two first-round picks and can figure out a way to make this happen because they need to stay together. That's my hope.
0: Yeah, I like that, and also you are pretty basic because my my boyfriend in college his name was Kyle, so we do love Kyle. <laughs> um, Matt guy. is
1: just a grown up Kyle. Like Matt is just <laughs> the name of a Kyle who has a, like a kid and a mortgage. <laughs>
0: Two kids in mortgage,
1: that but it makes more sense than it should. Right. I really it, yeah, I know that, to know me? that like, was
0: so <laughs> stupid, but I'm like, Oh, he's right. That doesn't make sense. Anyway. Um, My, <laughs> Hey, my first, uh my first thing was um, Indiana and Tom Allen. Like, I, I don't think we expect, well, I know we didn't expect them to be good in any way, but also just like this past weekend after they won, like their players, he was doing an interview with Holly Rowe and, his players were like come play for this guy he's the best coach in the country and like I know that people like say that and tweet that like oh best guy in the country but just like the way that they were saying it and like how many of them were so excited to just be around him and like the culture he's kind of created there is just amazing like you love that that kind to see that kind of stuff happen because like I think sometimes we like we look at the Alabamas where like everything is like very cookie cutter and like Everybody's kind of goes through the motions that way. And this is like there's feeling behind it, there's passion behind it, and it's absolutely great. And like he gets emotional and I love that and dances in the locker room. And I'm I'm a huge fan of, of him in Indiana and what they did this year. Guess what?
1: Does he have any ties to the state of Texas? <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> hmm. Oh, is that, that
0: your new your new love interest or your I new mean, flirtation? What's the word that they're you're go right, so, like, I love
1: the uh, Tom Allen and what Indiana is doing. I, we did a golf tournament uh, late in October, and one of the guys there is like, "You guys, you really, you need to watch out for Indiana. They're returning a lot of really good players." Okay, and I was just being nice, like, "Oh yeah, for sure, definitely, yeah." Like Indiana might make some noise this year. Yeah, go Hoosiers. He was right. Like, yeah, right. it came off very as like shout out that guy. But Indiana is probably going to end up in the Big Ten championship now, now that Ohio State can't. So we could be looking at the Big Ten champion indiana hoosiers i love to say basketball i'm here for the upsets and yeah i mean they're playing well their quarterback got hurt though right so that yeah, might that, throw things off quite a bit played well but though. their backup yeah. played
0: really well tuttle
1: yeah against wisconsin who's not that good which is amazing uh that this has been the weirdest year of college football where now penn state sucks michigan Michigan's sucks terrible. nebraska yeah, sucks Big and i know that like no one expected them Big Ten's a mess. Absolutely. LSU is terrible, which I know Paige is going to get into. Uh, Mello, what's your second thing? Uh, My last thing that I'm going to remember from the season, and I hope we get to see it again, Notre Dame being in a conference is great. No more excuses of like, oh, they make their own schedule. It's a cupcake schedule. They're playing very well. And I know they lost or sorry, they beat Clemson without Trevor Lawrence, but they still played really well in that game against mm-hmm. a, a freshman quarterback who could start on the majority of teams. Yeah. So Notre Dame being in a conference has been fun to watch them interact and, and to play in a conference championship game in a couple of weeks is going to be very, very exciting, not just for the college football playoff, but just to see them compete against the rest of the conference. I hope they eventually just join the ACC because uh, it's been very fun to watch this year.
0: Yeah. I, I also am like happy for Brian Kelly. Cause I think people like yeah. that, it, there's always like scrutiny of, of the around whether or not he's going to keep his job. And it just goes to show you that like, if he wasn't a conference and he was going to a conference title game every year, that those things would be a little bit easier, but they're choosing not to do that. And he's still kept his job and put look at what he did first try. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I enjoy that, that he's getting the credit he deserves.
1: Uh, we had him on our old podcast last year. Amazing guy. We expected him to be so intimidating He's and so gruff. angry on the sidelines. Sometimes he was so sweet. I mean, it was like talking to your dad, you know, yeah. about like football and chugging beers with tight ends and stuff. It was a great time uh, page. What's your last one here?
0: My last one is I'm. it's not that I'm happy about it, but I'm definitely going to remember how big of a hangover LSU has had this year and how big of a mess it is. Because look, I get that. Like they lost a lot of talent but like that was a huge year and you were able to recruit you were and they've they've they're putting all their faith in coach o and like nick saban does it every year so if you're going to be on alabama's level like you need to be able to lose guys you need to be able to lose assistance you need to bring new guys in and be able to have your system go and i was surprised at how far they fell yes of course they've had injuries um and things like that but i mean this is it. I don't know if any other team has come off a championship in a year like that to have such a, a tough season.
1: Only thing I can compare it to this year is Carson Wentz.
0: <laughs> oh, I was going to say like
1: uh, Auburn a couple of years oh, back. Yeah, was it came. what, Gene, Gene Chizik, who yeah. won the national championship as the coach, but really it's like, eh, there's this coordinator down here who's doing a pretty damn good job. Like maybe it was actually more him. And we saw the wheels fall off at Auburn too. And then they're like, Hey, Gus Malzahn actually, please just come be the head coach. We messed up. And I wonder, I truly do. I'm not trying to like troll LSU fans. I like that university. I wonder how long coach O has at LSU before he is replaced. I'll tell you, I think it's about two years. Uh, I think that this program is really hurting right now where you even have your star like tight end. Who's a freshman looking to opt out. I think he's going to transfer. I think LSU could be in some hot water after this year. Uh, And there's just not that talent. Like you said, Paige, like they've recruited, but, There's not that reload that Alabama has, that Clemson has. It's just, it's not the same. And they had a lot of talent last year. They lost a lot, but it's going to be a rough road ahead for LSU, I think. It's crazy to think that LSU is Nebraska deciding Joe Burrow's good away from still sucking and Coach O probably being fired. If Nebraska had looked at Joe Burrow and said, yeah, you're good. You could play here instead of being like, no, we're good. Yeah. None of this happens, right? None of it. So, uh, kudos to Nebraska. Thanks yeah, for thanks, continuing Nebraska. to suck. Uh, my last one, guys, is uh, I never know who's playing ever. I've made this joke a lot and people, are, oh, he's j-. no, I don't. I never know who's <laughs> playing. I literally wake up in the morning and look at ESPN.com and the college football schedule and be like, oh, cool, they're playing today. Let's watch that game. Outside of, you know, I know the Texas schedule, and if there's a marquee game, you know that schedule, but there's been a college football game on almost every damn night since what october 1st so i just wake up uh look at the schedule figure it out and that's very new to me because i'm such a planner i normally look at okay it's week four here's who's playing here's who i need to scout here's my tv setup everything this year has just been wild with all the cancellations so for me with the with 2020 the college football season that will be what i remember most about it not that kyle trask was amazing or that lsu sucked it's that just the chaos of never knowing who was going to play, or Coastal Carolina, BYU playing two days notice, things like that. So that's what will uh, will stick for me. Like early October, when you look at the schedule and you're like, "Oh, this is dog shit." Like when when's a Big Ten come back? And then you realize the Big Ten's not any good. and like, When's the Pac-12 <laughs> come back? And like, oh, they're still playing super late at night on Fridays. I don't care. But yeah, and then they're playing on Sundays to look ahead, at like. Yeah. right. Look ahead at the schedule and be like, oh, OK, I'll get to watch this game this weekend. And then you get to Saturday and you're like, oh, shit, that game was actually canceled. I don't get to watch that one. When did they reschedule it? Oh, they didn't reschedule it. Yeah, well, it's just it's been very hard to keep track of.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. been a solid year and I'm glad we've had football. Like, I'm super grateful. But I think I told you guys this too. It's so entertaining to see like college football media be like, see, we did it. We had college football season. I'm like, oh, barely. Like, we, 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 we're, we're drudging we well, towards the end. Five games. Yeah. Like, we are barely getting there. So I wouldn't call it a success, but I say we did it. You know what I mean? We tried our best. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> it's like my first and second marriage. <laughs> didn't go well, but we could say we did it. Some lasted longer than others. Right. Yeah. Some of us (laughs) played four games. Some played 10. Still wasn't good. That was a good segue into just the tip, Melo. Yeah, it was. It is. And here we go. We get out a lot of them this week. I put it out on Twitter. DMs are always open. If you have a dilemma that you want us to tackle, slide in those DMs. It might live there for a couple of weeks, but it will eventually get there. And if you want, I'll keep them anonymous. I don't. I never put names in here. Uh, first one. I have an uncanny ability of asking a girl out on a date. Her accepting the date, only to have her back out the day of. What am I doing wrong? And how do I prevent it from happening in the future? My first question, and probably only question, would be: How long are you uh, scheduling out these dates? Like, if you're hitting it off, talking, and it's like, hey, you want to go grab a drink sometime or whatever? How long? is it two weeks? Is it a week? Like you need to be, I say this all the time, to people, no one wants a pen pal. You got to be active about these things. Like what are you doing tomorrow night?
0: My, my question would be too, is if they're texting a lot beforehand and sometimes like, I don't even like to text that much when like I meet somebody, like I rather just wait for the date when we can talk and get to know each other before we like need to do the, like, Hey, what's up every day. Like, I don't want to do that. So Also, it's COVID, so I wouldn't take it too personally, but I'm curious what what the like timeline is. Like you said, how far in advance? Like do a next day or or something like that. But it might be I'd just the conversation. Like a,
1: Go ahead. Like a three-day window. Yep. If that like from when you ask them, you have like the next three days. Or it might be weird where you could say like next weekend, but after you start extending more than that, I think it would be very difficult and losing interest. And like Paige said with the texting, I've had like dates before where i like the girl would keep texting me and i was like all right i'm gonna keep texting too and then you get to the date and you're like i have nothing to talk to you about i know everything. i feel like i already know you and honestly i'm not that interested anymore <laughs> but then you have those other people like oh my god i haven't talked to you since we met this is kind of exciting. Now I finally get to meet you and know you. There's that line between though, like texting enough so that they still know you're interested and yes. not texting too much that you now know their fucking life story. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, how do I convey my interest without trying to, <laughs> I've now read your book. It's that whole Vince Vaughn scene. Right. From wedding crash. Right. That this segment. So that's from. why I think you can't schedule that, that even if you have to like, Hey, like let's grab lunch. So we're not waiting four or five days mm-hmm. before we can do this thing. And I think with COVID and obviously dating in a pandemic is tough. I think a lunch date is completely acceptable. I know like a couple of years ago, it'd be like, Ooh, lunch date. Like you're going to get friend zoned. Not anymore. I think that it's okay. Now, especially if there's a a curfew in California, COVID (laughs) comes out at 10 o'clock, right? You got to get those dates in while you can,
0: (laughs) Yep. Exactly.
1: And if it goes well, you might have like eight more hours, you know, to hang out. (laughs) Right. call it <laughs> the rest of the day exactly uh, <laughs> no. next one pretty similar just started seeing someone before the holidays mid-november first date and haven't discussed exclusivity yet what's the protocol on christmas gifts good idea two forward bottle of wine and a hey let's drink it together looking for ideas here Ooh, i page i think we might actually agree on this one i think it depends on how serious you want this to be like if you want to keep it pretty casual then you always got to ask. No, well, I'll there's tell no way around You I'll you, tell you, ask. This. you absolutely cannot go without one. No.
0: Yeah. No. Wait, no.
1: We've been the, talking the... for a month. Yeah. You're dating. You're getting get a fucking get. Christmas gift, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Get something. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be expensive, unless you're mad. I like the it needs idea to of like expensive.
1: doing the like. Hey, I planned us a night. Like here's some yeah hot chocolate. Here's some wine. Here's some chocolate covered strawberries. Yeah. A lot of people don't know. Paige is actually a sucker for hot chocolate. Really? I don't Oh I thought there was <laughs> like, an inside joke that I didn't know that I was outside of we, <laughs> <well,
0: laughs> Yeah. I was gonna say, did we discover this in Palo Alto because we had hot chocolate? Right. But it's didn't it's very yeah, yeah, expensive yeah, yeah.
1: and servitated compass, but God yeah $70 <laughs> that big. Um I and oh, I like love I the do. idea. Like you said, it's it's a pandemic, it's tough. I know around here we've had a lot of like local businesses really struggle. So that would be my move. Like try to buy things from some local businesses and just have an experience together instead of a gift because like everyone's always oh what do you what do i want for christmas i don't need anything because if i want something i go buy it but give me an experience that's something you can always remember because i have no idea what anyone got me for christmas last year at all couldn't tell you
0: I think too, that shows like, you're a nice person. Like, Oh, I bought local gift cards so that we can go out to this and it shows you're thinking about others and not card. just yourself. <laughs> yeah. I know you wouldn't buy a gift card, but
1: she'd have to use it. Yeah, exact-
0: <laughs> Exactly. But Hey, but still,
1: honey, could you go get this? There's a gift card.
0: Here's the gift card. and You have to I, do it. You
1: have to do something.
0: Yes. Don't even if it's the, just
1: a nice little something.
0: Yes. Yeah. What this up. little
1: in the mall? to have like oh, the God. meats <laughs> that was what someone should get you. No. Yeah. No, no you should get No I
0: was just uh, trying to draw hints of what he wants for Christmas as opposed to answering this person's question. Basically. This, but really yeah. the answer to this question is don't get nothing, figure it out, have, have yeah. a conversation with them, kind of test the waters with the, the exclusivity thing. Cause if you are exclusive, you could probably spend a little bit more or do something a little bit.
1: That was my other thing. I don't know how that came into this. Like <laughs> do you uh, the exclusivity thing? I don't feel like those have to go together necessarily. No. And I don't think you'll regret it. Like who's ever been like, man, I wish you didn't buy that person. Well, actually I, I, yeah. (laughs) I've
0: never regretted buying anyone a gift, but I just love giving gifts. (laughs) So for me that that's kind of how I feel, but I think the exclusivity thing does matter because it's like, if this girl is like seeing a bunch of people and like another guy gets her a really nice gift and you get her, it's comparative, like that would not be good. So
1: Mm -hmm. I'm too competitive for that. shit. Can I ask you just the tip question? Am I weird because as soon as I start talking to someone, I eliminate everybody? I'm that way too. I just feel very rude to be like, oh, I'm talking to two or three people at the same time. I can't do that in the past. It's not me anymore. I can't do it. Same.
0: I have never been that way. I cannot. I mean, I've been that way always. I've never been able to talk to multiple (laughs) people (laughs) at one time.
1: (laughs) Your mom listens to this podcast. (laughs) No, I. It's confusing and busy now.
0: You guys also know me. Like, I have like a. Like I like to get through things and everything has to be very organized. So if I had two people that or three people that I was trying to juggle, they just, it would just go bad. It would go really bad. Yeah.
1: I missed their exclusive. I had a so. bad experience trying to just talk to two people at the same time. Cause I didn't want to like go to the step of putting their numbers in my phone. Cause like that, you're the, you know, like name, you know, so it's just a number in your phone. And I text one, something, I meant to text the other and it definitely didn't apply to that person. Yeah, and that's yeah. when I decided I can't do that anymore. She's not smart enough to pull that off. Yeah, I've done. I accidentally sent a Snapchat to the wrong person. It was a very appropriate Snapchat. I, don't I was going to say that. like the oh, Snapchat,
0: okay. like Draymond Green accidentally sent to the wrong person or?
1: No, no. no. It was just like a, a place that we'd went before. And I was like, hey, been a while since we've been here. And she hit me back with that. Actually, we've never <laughs> been there. <laughs> so... <laughs> Whoops. Oh. Uh, next one here. Whoops! Uh, I've been with this girl for a little over a month and we are not officially together. She's pretty much the same thing. Uh, but she asked me to go to her family Christmas. Does that mean we are together? Yes. So no gifts this time, but you're actually going to the family. Yeah, that means you're, you're together, together and you you
0: they're might, not dating anybody else. But
1: you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on where you yeah. live. If you're in Joplin, then you're engaged. If you live in yeah. California, you're just being polite.
1: in California in a relationship yeah I mean in the Midwest if you commit to a family thing like you better be bringing a ring to it She respects right she's writing your last name with hers in her notebook (laughs) like hey why does this to be a boy
0: this could be a girl asking a question
1: well you said I've been with this girl oh I'm I'm not trying to assume heterosexuality but no
0: I I I didn't realize there was I've been with this. I thought it was just I've been with this person sorry Sorry, man. It's a
1: girl. So, it's a lady. Uh, either way, um, <laughs> she is writing. Her I don't name. I, I don't know that you should assume that you're just together. I think that's a conversation you always have to have as an adult, but yeah, you guys are. You have a girlfriend now. Congratulations. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead and change it on Facebook, buddy. You're in. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to Which you like first. you should be happy about that. Be excited yeah. about it. Someone, be very excited. Someone likes you enough to introduce you to their family. That's a that's a big moment. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of people get that anymore. No, that's true. <laughs> I don't know how to take that <laughs> is that passive aggressive yeah. is it not next. You one, never know one. with mellow. Okay. This one more Christmas related. I won't be home for Christmas this year. And I've already told the whole family, please don't get me gifts or anything. I am. I still obligated to send gifts to people.
0: So get your parents this gifts. guy's in the
1: military as well. Uh, I don't think you are obligated, but I feel like gift giving is like a social contract of if I get you something or if you get me something, I have to get you something, you know, right. that's just how it works. Mm-hmm. But I also like page. I really enjoy gift giving. So I don't ever feel obligated to send gifts. I'm, I just like doing it. So I'm the wrong person to ask here. Cause I buy basically everyone I know a gift and I don't like to play games. So like if somebody was like, Hey, don't buy me a gift. I'm taking that as like, okay, I'm really not going to Yeah. Uh, also don't get me one. So you've opted out. And I assume that this isn't like a, you know, married with children he's like hey kids fuck off this shit (laughs) but you know like aunts and uncles like hey don't worry about it and then it probably just takes a little bit of stress off his plate so i think if you're telling people actively like hey don't get me anything then you're probably just trying to clear it up maybe it could be like a financial issue so yeah uh, i say no you are not obligated to buy anyone anything
0: okay well first things first you said he was in the military so thank you for your service um but the second part is um the second part is mellow you are raising two daughters so if they ever tell you not to get them gifts they're lying and get them gifts um well, as they get older the right way <laughs> to tell well, it they, how uh, you really feel
1: if they tell dad like oh by the way don't get me this dad ain't doing it yeah you better tell me exactly what you're thinking or okay. I'm running with
0: it. okay um, <laughs> the other thing is is I think maybe like send something to your parents like a card or something it doesn't need to be like a huge gift but I would acknowledge your parents that if they're still alive like that's what I would I would go with is your parents but everybody else can whatever
1: yeah <laughs> unless you're related to me then you better get me something yeah I'm I, not related to you but
0: I already got you something so
1: oh like we can I'm open so our presents on about the show what to buy page oh, I already got her something oh, I'll talk dude. to you after the show <laughs> <laughs> why I'm dropping hints about what I want. I'm hoping you uh, might reciprocate. Somebody else will do the same thing. Right. Um, last one here, though, before Expensive Paige taste. gives me advice on what to buy her. Um, advice on how to become friendly with a neighbor, but not too friendly. <laughs> think we're friends. Oh, so my neighbor, actually, he's an Oklahoma State fan. Tom, I love you. And clearly we're close. Um, and it, just, it was a slow process because I don't actually like to interact with the people I live around. Like, I like to be left alone. Let me do my own thing. But like, so it was, sometimes if he's out pulling a dumpster in and I am too, we'll just have a little crosstalk. That's about it. Also, I know he's got my back. Uh, like if I'm out of town, like he watches my house like a couple of nights ago, there was a, a, an escaped, I don't even know. There was a suspect in a robbery who was armed in the field behind my house. I mean, Tom came over and told me to load up. So we did. And uh, <laughs> strap up. We're going to yeah, we, yeah we strapped up. Yeah. <laughs> neighborhood patrol or whatever. Neighborhood, neighborhood right? watch. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, this, nobody wrecks our hood so like if i'm outside like the other day i was jogging and he stopped me to talk to me which i appreciate it because i was really out of breath and i needed. you were that jogging.
0: Mic.
1: yep and uh and so <laughs> uh so i appreciate that of just like the small like he doesn't invite me over for barbecues which he would it smells amazing i don't invite him over for things but still uh, we're friends i'm not the guy to like go out of my way to be like making friends with somebody but i i've had neighbors before if i were if i were mowing they would come out and it'd be like working in their yard too. So I mean, all right, clearly like they want to talk. That's a great way to be like friendly and get to know them like, Hey, need a cup of sugar one time, but also not like, Hey, having a game night, you need to come over. Cause then it is awkward. It's like, I want to decline, but they know we're home. So to be friendly, but not friends, it's tricky. I, but like Matt said, pulling in the dumpster at the end of the week or whatever, finding ways to be outside when they are, where it's just a casual hello. I think that's the play.
0: Yeah, yeah, that or just like if you're, I mean, I guess it's COVID, so it's kind of hard, but you can like make something and leave it on their front porch, like with a card so, and just say like, want to be friends, not want to be friends. Don't be, say check that. Yes no. yeah. Check yes or no. Check yes or no. When I
1: first bought my house, one of the, I am the youngest person on my street by probably 30 years and a very sweet old lady baked cookies and, and brought them over. My kids loved it. The problem is then it was time to return that plate. I made Emmett go do it say so not going i mean well, that's fine because you're
0: that's that's sweet because you're making your you're teaching your kid that that's a good thing to do even though you're doing it you're using him right? but it's and also using in, you're using him but to, in right. turn you're teaching him a very valuable lesson of being polite and saying thank you and taking that back himself
1: yeah. do what i say not what i do exactly. so that's a little awkward too no i good. maybe this year i'm just gonna like put doordash gift cards in all my neighbor's boxes you know and just like here order a pizza on me
0: i like how you're giving your people gift days. cards yeah <laughs> But, but what if they give I'm you okay gift cards back them, though? I don't want them. What if they give it to you back? Because it's like an equal gift thing. They're like, Oh, I'll give them the gift card back. That could backfire.
1: Well, actually with DoorDash should be fine because I don't have to use that in a store. I don't have to be like here. I don't have any money. Use this instead.
0: You like can, I'm okay with that. Okay. You can, you can also drop off like <laughs> Boulevard beer or seltzers Ooh, or something there. over at their place. Look at that.
1: Yeah. One of the guys on my street, when I moved in, he came by and he said, I just want to let you know, my garage door is always open and I have tools and beer if you ever need anything it's like
0: what a cool neighbor move to your (laughs) neighborhood right right, this guy's head
1: down they're all old they're all great it's very nice i know my daughter's made friends with this little girl over the summer because she just kept riding her bike like in circles in front of our house it's like all right fine you can talk to her whatever maybe that's what you do as an adult man just (laughs) ride your bike in circles around your house i like it i like it i like the just the tip questions it gets uh it gets it, the people going it gets the people going so who put in ps dating during a pandemic is weird That was, was
0: on one of the questions i wasn't me okay i know Bye you bad. were assuming that that was me but
1: well i would love for it to be mellow but i'm assuming it's not so we got a bet going it's true speaking of one? this is how we're gonna end the show Paige. i lost one thousand dollars to this man sunday night in a bet two okay. bets actually so let me know what you want for christmas <laughs> i lost yeah. one thousand dollars in about 40 seconds okay so you should have been what? there you could be a thousand dollars richer right now what,
0: what? how did you lose it if I, mean, I
1: could option pitch a beer an empty beer left-handed about 15 feet into a trash can while drunk
0: is your left hand the one that's hurt
1: yeah no sympathy he doesn't I, yeah i
0: i, I well, I don't think that that was smart of you. I don't understand why you would do
1: it. <laughs> well, He tried to bet somebody else. And I was like, yeah, I'll take that action. I mean, let's do it. That's an empty beer can. Those things gonna, don't fly you. Oh, I'm going to start.
0: Don't. I'm going to start betting that things when I know he's been drinking. <laughs> right. Lots of money. And then
1: I said, OK, well, double or nothing. Me, let me give me a chance for my money back. And he had to like watch me drink the beer and then test it to see how much was in it. And he I was like, make sure it was empty. Yeah. And he's right. Empty beer can. There's no accuracy with those things. no at all i'm an expert thrower now i know
0: you tried
1: to go triple or nothing and i said no and when you pitched it you missed again so i should have could have had more money do you just like do you just
0: like venmo him when you do those things like all right here mm -hmm. we go just like
1: (laughs) yep before venmo one time i lost a bet to him (laughs) i literally got just like pissed off opened my truck door grabbed my checkbook signed it and handed it to him at the tailgate it was like Or it wasn't even a bet. It wasn't even a bet. I paid paid him $200 to do something. I don't know if you want people to know what it was. Yeah, I'm fine. It It was to uh, drink the juice from a hot dog package because we were tailgating and he had grilled a bunch of hot dogs. I was like, I'll give you $200 to drink that. And before I I, could even be like joking, mm -hmm. it was gone. And then I had to chase it with a raw egg. That's right. Yeah. Times are a little different then. I'd pay you so much more to do that now. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I'm, I feel bad that I only paid you two hundred dollars to do that. I'm not gonna at, lie. at the time, yeah, I was like, "Oh my god, you got two hundred dollars to do that?" Say, like, "Hell right? yeah, I did." You
0: yeah, I'm gonna know? have a minimum of five hundred dollars for any bet that I bet you. So.
1: Well, so all our listeners, as soon as uh, we're all vaccinated and can start doing tailgate tour again, please come out because I just hand money away. It's great. It's a good time. Sometimes literally just throw it off balconies. <laughs> That's another story for another day. <laughs> we'll good get to that. One Paige is just like, oh, Paige I and our mom I just did the for. same thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Mom asked me the other night, when are you going to stop drunkenly betting people? And I said, mom, probably when uh, I start winning and people won't bet me anymore. <laughs> so we're not there yet <laughs> got to get out of this hole i'm digging all yeah, right <laughs> one way to get out is to bet more money <laughs> so uh thanks for hanging out with us. don't forget follow the podcast at two guys at girl at a pod and enjoy a boulevard unfiltered wheat while you're listening to this we would appreciate it so we'll talk to you guys soon